I'm Halima Atta, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Perspective. So before I start, I just want to acknowledge that I was interviewed for my local newspaper. It was a really cool experience. I would love to do it again, and I encourage all of you to read it. I'll link it in the description of this episode, and you can also find it on my Instagram for my podcast, which is at a little purse podcast. Anyways, moving on to today's topic, the weather has been really cold lately, a cool 71 degrees with breeze, and even though that seems very warm to many other people, as a Floridian, that means it's basically winter, and I'm very excited. And maybe maybe that means it's autumn, so autumn, and with autumn comes winter very soon after. And we don't even, we don't even have autumn here in Florida, like, we barely have those four seasons. We're kind of in summer until Thanksgiving, and then it's winter. That's just how it is, or how I perceive it to be at least. Of course, with the falling of leaves and dwindling temperature comes the holiday season. I know it was Diwali four days ago on the 14th, and now Thanksgiving is around the corner. On that note, while holiday spirit is free, the Thanksgiving turkey isn't. Neither is Santa, or the Easter Bunny, or any of the other figures we associate with the holidays. What a bummer. So continue listening to learn a little bit more about these special holidays why people spend so much money on them, and how that particular spending pattern will be affected by the ongoing coronavirus. So that whole background on the holiday season got me thinking, why isn't Santa's visit free, or the Thanksgiving turkey? Why are they so expensive? And if we as a society have realized that these special days drain our wallets, why do we still partake in them? And that is what makes these days so unique. They're consumer holidays, emphasis on consumer. As briefly defined by Merriam-Webster, a consumer is one that utilizes economic goods, meaning any person paying to receive something. Therefore, shoppers who buy a turkey for Thanksgiving, for example, are utilizing economic goods, making them consumers. And due to the national presence of shoppers who all do the same exact thing, buying a turkey, around the same time, Thanksgiving is recognized as a consumer holiday. The fact that these days are nationally recognized, though, means even more money is going to be spent annually on them as these purchases are going to be made on a wider scale. So I just stated the obvious, but to delve into the actual numbers surrounding these holidays, I wanted to reference an article by the National Retail Federation. In 2019, so just last year, approximately 189.6 million U.S. consumers shopped from Thanksgiving Day through Cyber Monday. Considering that shoppers spent an average of $361.90 on holiday items over this five-day period, after doing some quick multiplication, that shows that approximately $68 billion were spent on Thanksgiving last year. What surprised me, though, wasn't the cost. It was that more money is spent by consumers on the days following Thanksgiving than the day itself, with 84.2 million shoppers purchasing items on Black Friday alone. So that shows me two things. One, Americans spend a ton of money unnecessarily, and two, these purchases aren't even associated with the holiday itself. Widely unnecessary, buying a panini press for $30 has literally nothing to do with the origins of Thanksgiving. According to Britannica, Americans generally believe that their Thanksgiving is modeled on a 1621 harvest feast shared by the English colonists, pilgrims of Plymouth, and the Wampanoag people, natives. It's actually really ironic, though, because although painted as a day of peace and happiness and celebration between the Native peoples and American colonists, which ended all of their disputes, Natives typically don't even celebrate Thanksgiving, because it is not that. And I do not blame them. It's a reminder of the genocide of their people, which, of course, the American school system didn't mention at all, so I was conditioned to think that Thanksgiving ended all issues between the Natives and the colonists. 
but I could talk about that forever, so that's a topic for another day. Essentially, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of these extra days we associate with Thanksgiving have virtually nothing to do with Thanksgiving, and that's what makes it a consumer holiday. It was established by our capitalist society as a way to make some extra money. And at this point in my research, I was wondering why these consumer holidays are even a thing anymore. The majority of Americans realize that realize that spending money on bargain items like a waffle maker, which I'm guilty of, or a panini press are not related to Thanksgiving at all, and that Thanksgiving isn't considered a day of significance by actual natives and actually an awful reminder of destruction. So why do we all still partake in it? I did some thinking, and this can definitely be attributed to, once again, our society, which hosts many, many flaws, with consumer holidays being just the tip of the iceberg. So based on my observations, there is a mentality pertaining to the holidays, which the media, a societal thing, perpetuates or emphasizes annually, every single year. We see it in Christmas commercials, in Thanksgiving ads, those reindeer that they rush to put up in front of the mall immediately after Halloween and, and all of it. And this mentality is that of a good holiday means you buy stuff. A good holiday means you spend a lot of money. So the more money you spend, the more things you acquire, the more jolly it is. For a lot of people, this seeps into relationships. If you love them, you'll spend so much money on them to prove it. If you don't, you're a bad friend or partner or family member. Considering that Americans spent more than $1 trillion on Christmas last year, our Western society's emphasis on that mentality is clearly working. That is insane. A trillion dollars. I feel like people don't even know how much money that really is. Like, it sounds huge, obviously, but I know that we don't envision it as such. At least I don't. I don't. Like, when I say a trillion, I'm like, that's a lot of money, but I'm not even, like, thinking twice about it. When re In reality, that's a million dollars multiplied by a million. Like, what? And this sum of money isn't just spent collectively throughout the entire year from all Americans. It's spent in preparation for one day. It's all for Christmas. And that's what separates this holiday from Thanksgiving. It's that the vast majority of purchases are typically made in preparation for one day. So people, more specifically Christians, give gifts on Christmas to symbolize the three wise men giving gifts to baby Jesus on the day of his birth. Now, the gift giving has been taken to a whole new level thanks to capitalism and society's previously mentioned push for spending money. What this tells me is that JCPenney's, or really any store at the mall, why did I think of JCPenney's first? I'm sorry. Doesn't care if you had a good Christmas or not. They just want your money. So yes, the reindeer decorations are really, really cute, but it's more of a marketing tactic than a demonstration of kindness or genuine care or something. But with this mentality pushed by society comes a competitive nature to the holidays. In reality, this just creates what I would like to call holiday guilt, a term that I coined myself. Thank you. Thank you. Now, this is observed more on Christmas than any other holiday, so I'll just rely on that. To use myself as an example, the holiday season is really a time which heightens my anxiety a lot. While this season is supposed to have a positive connotation for all, it puts me on edge. These thoughts like, how am I going to allocate my money to each sibling's gift, or what if I don't have enough money to get that for my parents? All of these thoughts always ended for me in, Christmas is going to be... See, this assimilation of a successful Christmas with more money being spent on gifts is a capitalist ideal, which we have all fallen victim to at some point. People tend to think if they don't buy enough, their holiday season will be unsuccessful, leading many to acquire debt in order to acquire a level of jolly, which is ironic because suffering financially doesn't sound very jolly. Going into debt is not jolly. That's not, that's the opposite of jolly. Can you tell that's my favorite holiday buzzword? I love jolly.
And this isn't even me being dramatic or trying to get some laughs out. According to the World Economic Forum, in some countries, one-fifth of people go into debt to pay for Christmas gifts and festivities. So really what this shows me isn't that um, people are forgetting the real meaning of Christmas. That sounds like the end of like a Disney movie or something. You know what I'm talking about when like they don't get what they want. They're like, Christmas is ruined. We forgot what it really means. That's not what I'm referring to. I mean that it shows that people will go to greater lengths just to satisfy other people with what they think they want than really just asking what their interests are. I know that doesn't sound right, but hear me out. People will literally spend so much money, go into debt, as I've showed with that statistic, just to please other people, when in reality, those people that they're trying to please are also struggling financially just to make them happy. It's a mutual thing, and it's only just, it's only two negatives. There's nothing positive that comes out of this. I mean, obviously, that's me being dramatic. Hold on. There's obviously positives that come out of the holiday season, out of Christmas. Obviously, receiving gifts is nice, but referring to the one-fifth of people around the world that go into debt just to pay for Christmas festivities and gifts, it's really not that, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. So to move on to the last point I want to discuss, which is the infamous COVID-19. It's been around since that fateful March 13th, 2020, and it's not going away just because of the magic of Christmas or because of Turkey. Um, unfortunately, COVID is going to seep its way into the holiday season, which brings a lot of joy, conversely stress, for a lot of people. And by this, I want to specifically discuss its effect on the holiday season shopping. Now, although a lot of malls shopping centers are open, I've seen it firsthand here in Florida, a lot of people are opposed to going face-to-face shopping this year because looking back at the crowded pack to the brink malls and outlets last year around this time in preparation for thanksgiving black friday thanks and christmas that's not very attainable this year given all of the social distancing guidelines that we have to follow and especially for hotspot states like florida where i live hey It's not something that's very favorable for people like me who have been in genuine quarantine since March, who are not looking to catch COVID or spread it to their loved ones. So of course, for these reasons, in-person face-to-face shopping is not really going to be as widely used as the main method for Christmas shopping, holiday season buys this year in particular. But where in-person retail fails, e-commerce thrives. This is probably going to be used a lot more as opposed to in-person shopping. Um, According to a survey conducted on the U.S. consumer sentiment during the coronavirus crisis, there's expected to be a 20 to 50% net increase in intent to spend online, meaning that significantly more Americans this year, now more than ever, are planning to spend their Christmas shopping time online through e-commerce, whether on their favorite online stores, Amazon, etc. People aren't really looking to go to in-person retail stores, and I don't blame them. I wouldn't either. So definitely, I don't even need a statistic to cite this. It's definitely going to be expected that, well, I did cite a statistic, but what I'm getting to, it's definitely going to be expected for online sales to be booming this year. Although, I mean, I guess they boom every year for, you know, those who live distance. They definitely buy stuff online during the holiday season. I have relatives who send gifts all the way from Europe, but definitely because of Corona, as it's particularly an American problem, we're definitely going to be looking at a lot more online sales as opposed to the normal, the casual window shopping, which I will miss a lot, but it's what we have to do to maintain public health and safety. 
Now to analyze the effects of COVID-19 on holiday spending from my perspective, as opposed to the research perspective, which I just went over, I think that there's going to be two outcomes of holiday spending that are both reliant on income. So on one end, for one extreme, there are those who are financially comfortable, who maybe you want to say the ultra-rich, or just, just the upper, upper middle class, the rich, the higher class. There are people who feel bad about quarantine, who will buy more expensive gifts to compensate for having to be stuck at home since March. And this ties in, again, to holiday guilt. Parents feel bad. The financially comfortable or ultra-wealthy parents feel really bad that their kids or that them or their, their families or loved ones have had to be kept cooped inside and cannot do these, you know, typical holiday season experiences like going to the mall, in-person shopping, going on like those fake sleigh rides, I don't know, doing holiday stuff out and interacting with a bunch of people. They feel bad. So to compensate, they have, they're going to suffer, they're going to suffer from even more holiday guilt. And to compensate with these negative feelings that have just been thrown on their family members, their loved ones, they're going to spend a lot more money on getting the best gifts just to make them feel better. That's what I think when I think of the more financially comfortable and how they're going to um, handle holiday spending in regards to Corona. Conversely, people saving money for financial reasons, meaning that they were maybe affected negatively by coronavirus, whether having to pay for other things that were a direct result of corona, losing their job, you know, unemployed people, those individuals are going to be trying to save money for these financial reasons, which I just mentioned, meaning that they're going to have be, they're going to be placing less of an emphasis on having the holly jolly Christmas experience, which means money, um, and maybe just focusing on spending time with their loved ones and, you know, not taking that for granted, just not spending so much money on gifts to compensate for quarantine boredom. And considering that there are many, many more middle class Americans than rich or ultra wealthy, the latter outcome will most likely be more common for this year. And that actually proves to be true because according to survey data from October 2020, 84% of Americans plan to maintain or reduce their holiday spending. Because unfortunately, it's no surprise that a lot of Americans have been negatively affected financially by this pandemic and spending tons and tons and tons of cash on one day that's unnecessary to spend that much money on for gifts. It's it makes sense. To conclude, although advertised as a time for happiness and comfort, the holiday season can definitely cause a lot of financial turmoil for many Americans and people throughout the globe. The holiday guilt and competitive nature of this season is only perpetuated by our capitalist society, which leads to a lot of unnecessary spending in order to maintain a successful holiday season, when in reality, I do not think baby Jesus would hate you if you gifted your kid a PS4 as opposed to a PS5. And considering that so many Americans have been negatively affected, financially speaking, by the pandemic, by the coronavirus, and everything going on right now in the country, I think we all have to have a better viewpoint and have a better sense of appreciation for the people in our lives going out of their ways to get us gifts, which are completely unnecessary, mind you. They have no significance to Thanksgiving and its origins. And it's just, I don't know, I think it's definitely a good practice to have to instill in your mind to just thank people for just existing and for being able to handle this pandemic, given the mental toll, financial toll, overall to toll it's taken on so many people, including a lot of our loved ones. And coming from a child who used to be pretty spoiled during the holiday season, 
I'm here to tell you that no, the amount of gifts you get are not a reflection of how successful your Christmas was or the amount of food that you have on your table isn't a measure of a successful Thanksgiving, when really there is no successful Thanksgiving because the holiday is inherently bad. Um, a lot of natives were killed in genocides by English colonists, and I don't think it's something worthy of celebrating, but to each their own. Take it with a grain of salt. With that being said, if you're listening to this right now, you've made it to the end of this episode, so congrats, and I hope that this information I've discussed will change your outlook on these widely celebrated consumer holidays. As always, see you next Thursday for a new episode here on A Little Perspective.